everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of our Deeply Rooted Faith podcast and welcome to our new listeners. My name is Marge and I'm just so excited to have you guys here with me. We simply exist to glorify the name of Jesus Christ and spread the gospel. So join us as we journey through what it actually means to be deeply rooted in him. guys welcome back matter of fact i think i should be welcoming myself back um it's been a while since i've been here but i just want to thank you for joining us for another episode of the deeply rooted faith podcast where we challenge you to be set apart from the world thank you to everyone who have supported the podcast and continues to do so you guys are simply amazing and i am so 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 grateful this podcast um simply exist to encourage those in all walks of life i want to welcome you know both new and old listeners i am elated to have you my prayer is that you know through these segments whether they are long or short you will receive exactly what the holy spirit is dispensing at that moment i know it's been a while since i've recorded anything actually um and um so much has happened and so much has changed in these past six months i believe that's how long it's been but nonetheless um i'm glad to be back the release of this episode is actually quite a surprise to me because the holy spirit and i have been working on something completely different and then he completely shifted um so yeah with that being said it was dropped in my spirit to release this episode this past tuesday while you know spending some time in the presence of the lord and just meditating on his word the holy spirit started to speak in regards to our faith it gripped me in such a way that I felt like I needed to share this with you guys. Um, the word that I have today isn't a deep word, but it is a word that is meant to encourage you and also stir and also stir your faith. So before we get started, let's pray. Father, thank you for your tangible presence in the open heaven over this place. Jesus, I pray that you will give me the grace to speak your heart and your word to the best of my ability. For my only desire is to please you and not man. I render my heart to you and not my garment. Let your word resonate with the, with the heart of your people. And as I always say, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my rock, my strength, my redeemer. So Holy Spirit, I just ask that in this moment that you just have your way. So today I want to bring our attention to um, to a few verses, one of which I believe will guide us into what the Holy Spirit wants to reveal through his word. The title of this episode is called Only Believe. We have a few passages of scriptures to read, so we'll be coming out of the ESV version. So we're going to start with Mark 9 verse 3. And it reads, Jesus said, if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. I believe the question the Holy Spirit wants to ask many of us today is, do you truly believe that all things are possible to him who believes? I want us to take a little journey through um, a couple of stories in a Bible, one of which is the woman with the issue of blood and the other, 
the one and only Lazarus, the one that Jesus rose from the dead. My hope is that within these passages, you will see the action of faith from two different vantage points, one from a human standpoint and the other from Jesus himself. So if you're able, please turn with me to Luke 8, verse 43 through 48. And it reads, And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. And immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, what was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceived that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So we're going to try to elucidate these verses with the help of the Holy Spirit. I believe that the Holy Spirit wants us to see the similitude of what genuine and bold faith in Christ will look like in this new era. And now we are to navigate through when it may seem like the odds are stacked against us. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the question the Holy Spirit wants to ask many of us today is, do you have the faith to believe? So here we are, we have a woman with an issue of blood with, um, with the odds stacked up against her, right? This woman had been hemorrhaging for 12 years. Those physicians done took all her money and could not heal her. It almost looked as if she had nowhere else to go or nowhere else to turn to. So as I began to ask the Holy Spirit to help me to see this from his perspective, I realized that, you know, her being there was a divine setup because there are no co coincidences in God. I believe Jesus was using her story to teach us the inheritance of his true nature. Jesus didn't need to lay hands on her. She simply had to have the faith to believe that by touching the fringe of his garment, she would be healed. Imagine that. I believe her genuine faith is what touched Jesus' heart. It touched him in such a way, it touched him to the point that he felt that power had gone out from him. In the subsequent verse, it says, when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him. This part wrecked me and this is why. The thing is, right, the woman wanted to be inconspicuous, but Jesus noticed her. The moment she deliberately touched him, he noticed her. This is one of the things that I love so much about Jesus, is that he notices us. He notices us in our pain. 
He notices us in our trials and tribulations. He notices us in our valleys and our mountaintops. He notices us whether we are boldly calling out to him or silently touching the fringe of his garment. He notices us. Even though the others within the crowd could not recognize what she was physically going through, Jesus noticed her. He noticed her because of her genuine faith. Her faith was able to grab a hold of Jesus' miraculous work, which in turn healed her. And because of that genuine faith of hers, she had the opportunity to share with those around her how Jesus healed her. She became a witness. You know, for this is God's purpose in us, that we may be a representation of his manifested power in the earth, that we may openly confess of his great works. I say this to say, those who truly believe in Jesus cannot remain hidden in the sight of God. He wanted her to come out from the crowd, even though she was trembling and afraid. Jesus made her light visible. Jesus made her faith visible by showcasing her level of faith and expectation. One of the lessons that we can learn from here as believers is that our faith must have a visible impact. That if we're going to be one that can guide others towards the truth in the light of Jesus Christ, we must come out from the crowd. Oh, the measure of what one's faith can accomplish through Christ Jesus. So what is the word actually saying here? That if you and I stand in genuine faith in Christ, his power is made real in us. What is the power that we speak of? In this particular case, we can see clearly that her faith had an object. Her faith had a substance and that object and substance was Jesus Christ himself. For her faith alone could not heal her, but it was the garment of whom she, she touched. What we got to see here was this woman's elevation of faith going from faith to seizing the very promise of her physical healing. Could it be that God is asking us to raise our level of faith, our level of expectation in him? What this showed me, right, is that one's faith needs to have the capacity for God's life and power to flow if we're going to be the recipients of his glory. So the Bible goes on to say, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So now I want us to take a look at Lazarus's death from Jesus' from Jesus's vintage point in concordance to faith. Please turn with me to John 11 verse 38 through 44 and it reads then Jesus deeply moved again came to the tomb it was a cave and a stone lay against it Jesus said take away the stone Martha the sister of the dead man said to him Lord by this time there will be an order for he has been dead four days Jesus said to her 
Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me. But I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. This, this whole section really did a number on me. So here we have a story of a man that Jesus delayed to come see, right? That resulted in his death, where Jesus could have simply just sent a word and Lazarus would, would have survived, right? But he allowed Lazarus to die. He allowed those closest to him to experience sorrow and death. But the Bible states that he, he loved them. He still, he loves them. Matter of fact, Jesus even wept and joined in their sadness. So as I was looking at this, right, and I was like, so, so Lord, what are you trying to teach us here? Could it be that in that moment, Jesus was testing their measure of faith? Their measure of faith at the request that when they had prayed, their prayers weren't answered right away. So I want you guys to see what Jesus actually said to Martha, right? He said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? What is the implication of this verse here? He was speaking of the manifestation of his person and how he expects us, those who believe in him, to respond. The expectation is to believe and respond in faith, no matter how impossible a situation may seem. I mean, her brother had been dead for four days, yet he instructs her to trust and have faith, even though she had to mourn his death. One of the key lessons we can possibly learn here is that our request is secondary to God's ultimate purpose. His ultimate purpose is that in this case, his ultimate purpose in this case was to bring the utmost glory to his father, which was his triumph over death. The story could be presented as twofold here. Number one being that we get to see the process of Martha's faith being tested in the most painful way, yet she still believed and had faith that Jesus could do the impossible in the midst of her pain. Number two, Jesus revealing the spiritual benefits of what it means to be a real son or daughter of the Most High God. Watch this. But before he does anything, right? I want you to notice the intimacy of Jesus' relationship with his father here. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I know that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. The text proceeded to say he then called Lazarus forth from the tomb. 
What we got to see here was how Jesus's authority was connected to his intimacy with his father. A conduit of glory in human flesh, fully man, fully God. When we look at Jesus's life, right? Everywhere he went, he manifested his father's glory by miracles, signs, and wonders, and by teaching the adulterated word of God. Jesus was anchored to his father and he is calling us forth to be anchored to him. Anchored to him by having the faith to believe that we too can be like Jesus and that whatever you or I ask of the father because we know him intimately, God will give us because he hears us. Listen, beloved, a lot of the hardship that we go through in life oftentimes aren't even about us but about the ultimate purpose of God in us what is your what is the posture in the measure of your faith do you really believe God's promises I may not know about the giants in your life or the obstacles you face on a day-to-day -day basis but I'm here to encourage and remind someone that nothing is too impossible for God. All you have to do is just believe and attach your faith to it. I, I mean, I don't know what you believe in God for. Maybe you believe in God for healing. Maybe you believe in God to make a way where there is no way. Maybe you're believing God for a family member. Maybe you believe in God to give your assignment and make your path straight. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to walk in your shoes. But one thing I do know is that the Spirit of the Lord wants us to raise our level of faith and our level of expectation. He wants us to raise our level of expectation of faith in Him. For the Holy Spirit whispered to me, for this is my heart, that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. If you just believe, only believe, only believe, only believe, says the Spirit of the Lord. Well, guys, this concludes our episode for today. I pray that you posture your heart to believe God's word and attach your faith to believe all the things that he has spoken over you. And to remember that all things are possible to him who believes. I pray that you grasp the reality of what real faith, you know, in Jesus Christ really looks like. I pray that as we navigate this new era, we will navigate it with genuine faith, like the woman with the issue of blood, like Martha remaining steadfast in the faith through her sorrow and her trial. Um, like Jesus knowing that true authority to do the great works of he who has called us comes from in intimacy and bold faith i pray that as we go through our trials we will, we will always remember that all things work for the good to them that love god to them who are called according to his purpose beloved be encouraged in the faith be encouraged in your daily walk be encouraged even if it looks impossible for the lord will make good his promises if you only have the faith to believe that all things are possible through him so my question to you is as we end this segment 
Do you really believe this? Do you have the capacity and the faith to endure and see the manifestation of his presence, even if it doesn't look like what you expected or what you see? So thank you. Thank you so, so much for rocking with Jesus and I. Thank you for listening. Love you guys. See you next time.